Hello everybody and welcome back to another bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast. This is the show where we break down new-ish hip-hop albums track by track, giving you thoughts and opinions on every single song, whatever the fuck we think of as we go through it. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I'll be with you today. Chris Chrome unfortunately couldn't be here this weekend due to family obligations, so we'll be thinking the best of him as we proceed to head through Black Thoughts, Stream of Con- Streams of Thought volume two so full disclosure i just recorded volume one so if you want to check that out you can check out the uh the corner over there click the link or whatever or you can uh, join me on this journey through volume two of the streams of thought series um i like to start off all the reviews and you can skip the intro by checking the description of the video but i like to start them all off by letting you know by no means am i an expert i'm a person who one day decided that I'm going to learn about the culture and I want to go through albums. Those were two things. One is I want to learn. And the other is that singles, which had been the source of, let's say, most of what I'd learned about hip hop up until that point, had been through singles, through individual songs that I liked. Um, It didn't do enough to like really educate me or show me like what's actually good or bad and i i know good and bad's a relative term but i do believe that through education good and bad becomes less relative and more an understanding of quality versus what doesn't have as much substance so albums allow you to look at a more cohesive bigger picture because a lot of people can bang out the occasional single i mean say what you will but if you make 37 mixtapes there's a good chance that like 40 or 50 of those songs are absolutely great but what about the rest of them and so that's just stuff i kind of think about and i wanted to understand the albums better and so that led me to starting this up i'm going through this whole process and by that note if um if you have any feedback or any thoughts or any ideas or anything you'd like to share i personally encourage all the comments on this channel it means the world to me to read what you think and y'all have helped educate us so much so that everybody involved with this is so much wiser with it on that note i like to read out a favorite comment for these bonus ones it's just been of any episode so on a recent lyrical breakdown with your lady friend bonnie on a jeru the damages song you're playing yourself we got this comment from bob be digital on the one hand some part of my soul prays this is the rizza but with one subscriber i don't think it's the rizza but still bobby digital commented jerry was a super dope mc in the mid 90s this is cool right because this is kind of giving us some context into who this guy is something to like google and think about after he was part of the gang star foundation which consisted of Gangstar, dj premier and guru malachi and the nutcracker group home and jeru dj premier is one of the greatest producers ever in the game gotta give him credit he really is jeru's first two albums are classics all produced by dj premier you should check out come clean he was one of the better rappers and his content made you think not the narcissistic garbage that a lot of rap is for more positive rap like this watch the movie the good life about south central rappers that were more interested in skills and styles over the actual music and the gangbanging crap so i don't know that i'm going to comment on whether the gangbanging or the other side of hip-hop is better or worse or whatever i'm just trying to appreciate everything but the fact that the guy gave us like context into the scene that he's involved in a documentary to check out to learn more about the culture and such it's the kind of stuff that like even if i wanted to google it i would never think to because like how the hell am i gonna think 
non-gangster side like it's just shit that maybe is self-evident and obvious to a lot of people but coming into this it's like you don't realize how many channels and in the iceberg that is hip-hop is like a lot of people just see that surface level but that iceberg goes so fucking deep and like we reviewed a lot of albums on this channel at this point and i don't even feel like i've broken to the part where the water hits the iceberg you know like there's still so much to go through um and so i just appreciate all the help that you give and all your insight and encourage you to add to this review by leaving your comments and your thoughts because anyone else coming to this review will be able to read that and gain that benefit as well and maybe they want to check out the documentary or whatever i know i say the word weird on that note before we jump into a special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prada tj black hurricane lindale williams and jonathan barnes we'll talk a bit about that at the end on that note why don't we move into discussing the main event of this review uh black thoughts off black thoughts stream of thoughts volume two all right so this is the part of the show where typically i would be like this is where i'm gonna introduce my familiarity with the artist because i do think that's super important and as i normally say you know like if you've been a big longtime fan and you've been connected to the dude's music since like the late 80s and shit, you're going to feel a completely different way about Black Dot than say somebody like me who's pretty new to his music. Um, on the first edition, which I just recorded, I gave like a whole speech about my familiarity with him. So I would encourage you to check that out. But suffice it to say, I'm pretty new to Black Thought and I avoided the roots simply because Jimmy Fallon pissed me off and I had that association. And I still think jimmy fallon's trash but the roots i'm very open-minded about now so i ask you this audience people watching um what roots album should i be uh reviewing so we on the classic quest will take on a roots album and we're leaving this open to you in the comment section whichever roots album gets the most comments in support of us reviewing we will do and your vote will count once per volume so if you voted on the last one and you vote again here you can do it and it'll count twice so that's just some cool things to encourage you maybe to go to the first one and cast your vote anyway we'll, let, we'll, we'll see what it comes up give it like a month month and a half and this is a little contest open until well check and see when the roots review came out in the future um anyway i think it's time to like pivot into the album because it's got nine tracks to speak about and yeah uh i like the just the overall title streams of thought volume two so when volume one dropped I mean, the idea would be that there would be a volume two, and I guess that's where we're at now. So I like the idea of this series, though, because Streams of Thoughts is very open to, like, being just a stream of consciousness approach. Like, it's not really going to be, like, any one thing, per se. It's like you almost just picture this whole project will be each song, just stuff he cares about and his ideas on, and just, like, whatever flows out of him, given what he feels when he hears the beats or whatever. So you know you're going to get a little bit more of a personalized interesting experience and i really like the stream of consciousness form of writing so the title alone gets me kind of excited it's why it probably stuck with me and i just decided to end up uh doing this review because it just you, you want to be curious about what a guy named black thought has streams of thought you know like it's it's like you want to know what he's going to have to say now since i already reviewed volume one 
and I really fucking liked volume one and I discovered how fucking fantastic his rhyming is and how fucking fantastic his flows are and etc and this time realizing that we're getting a whole different producer for it so in the last review I had responded to a comment and said I don't think he's going to be releasing this as like one big project because what I kind of see him doing here is with this series is teaming up with different producers to kind of put down his streams of thought so what I would hope is in, in like in the upcoming years or whatever we get more of these and he fucks around with different people now i know nobody's going to agree with me but that that take keith kid the one that's got that take keith fuck these up tag at the beginning i would love to see him fuck with black dot that's a that's a wish of mine i think him and black dot would take over hip-hop i don't really think that would happen but that's what i want to see happen uh, if you want to see that happen, you know what to do. Let me know in the comments. If you think it's a trash idea, let me know. Anyway, I like the cover. So it looks like this kind of grainy background. And then it looks like this book, this blue book covered in like pen strokes and shit with like this little photograph on top of it. And you really just get the sense that I, I didn't really look a lot at the photograph. So I don't really know what it is. It's kind of small. So I didn't pay attention. But it looks like a rhyme book. And just like this top down shot of it. And it looks like what you're going to get is like this little glimpse inside of his rhyme book. And it's going to just be opened up and expressed. Because he's like from that old school type where they use rhyme books and shit. See, I'm from that like kind of middle child era. Because J. Cole's two years older than me. So fuck it. I'm in that middle child club. Where we started with pens and papers and migrated into technological advancements before the kids came in and just said fuck a paper. Which is, I work for a PDF company. I've written a lot of content in my uh, professional life about going paperless so I'm, I'm supportive of it but and for y'all who like writing and shit you just get like a stylus and use the fucking tablet and shit and it and i know it's not the same but i bet there's something out there that can recreate this tactile sensation of pen and paper and if y'all's rich rappers and shit y'all could totally just find one that works for you like that just just thoughts out there for like a different future anyway so i really like the cover because it's simple i like the other cover a lot more because it was super artistic but i like the simplicity in this and the color contrast works well so that when it's in super tiny thumbnail format because like the album covers now got to work as a functional two centimeter or two whatever no it's a two centimeter by two centimeter fucking box it's tiny it has to like work in like this ridiculously small format and it does. And I think both the covers are exceptional designs taking into account the streaming service era. So kudos on whatever designer is working with Black Thought. And I don't know if I said it, but this album is produced by Salam Remy. So I, I don't know if I said that right, but I'm not going to bring up his name each time. But that's the dude who produced it. On that note, let's get into it. Why don't we start off this project talking about something that's killing lots of Canadians and Americans? fentanyl it's fucking up the powdered drugs so i have to say it took a couple of listens of this project for the style of salam remy's uh production to grow on me i felt like i because i listened to these projects back to back almost so I, I felt like at first i was feeling ninth wonder more but then i realized that there's this weird effect that salam has here where some of like the, the key sounds which might feel a little abrasive at first the more you listen to them the more you do find that groove that you just get sucked into and it works real nice and his like 
choice of sampling and stuff creates these really dynamic alive beats and so i was struck by like wow this beat's like completely different than the last project but it also really fucking works and black dot just comes in and fucking rips it um i feel like if i were to make another comparison is this song is uh, a lot more focused than say what we got on the last one which really felt like he, he was a little bit all over and just kind of you know just shooting the shit while describing through great prowess different ideas throughout the verses and this one like i mean the song's called fentanyl and it goes real drugs do real things go to extremes cash crash regimes kill kings in the last reprieve he still sings how to task uh that the master needs reveals wings and though he has to bleed it still brings him heaven and hell better believe the truth things and i mean we have to consider just that in this era of a lot of drug promotion is is happening and like certainly we can criticize marijuana uh which is legalized and and like put it in the same ballpark as other things and i really actually just have no issues with hallucinogens in general or something like an mdma which just is a more of a euphoric experience people want to consume these in safe like settings and it's not super destructive and i mean if you pop some mollies you could have some pretty esoteric fucking sex so like i mean i get that like people are gonna do shit but i like the idea that there are some consequences but when we start going into painkiller opiate land I mean, I've never done this shit, so I don't fully understand it, but, like, it seems like a lot of people be dying off of it, and it seems like people are fucking miserable when they crash off that shit, and I don't want to admit to too much, but I believe in something called the uh, high versus crash ratio, where the shit, if it's gonna lift you up, when you come down, how do you feel after? So certain uh, green plants, when you are coming down, it's just like whatever, you fall asleep, you wake up the next day, maybe a little coffee, but good to go. Other things like alcohol, let's say, you drink a whole bunch in your 30s, you're gonna not wanna wake up the next day. So personally, I'm done with the alcohol. It's no longer a thing in my life, it's boring to me. Plus, I talk too much and I act like a fucking moron. So instead of being a horny asshole, I will just be a focused individual and try to do some boss shit. For me, that's where it's at. Now, let's say I wanted to do something like an MDMA. Well, then fentanyl entered the fucking situation, and I don't know any fucking people who are chemists, so it's not like I could acquire anything I would ever want to trust. So it kind of like fucks shit up. And then apparently there's like fake weed going around that looks like real weed, and I'm like, how the fuck do we end up in a world where like something like a little fentanyl could ruin something so beautiful as responsible use of drugs not to advocate the use of drugs but it's really fucked up how like there's this real fear now where like you don't want to cop some shit at a show because you could die in a more significant amplified way than it was back in the day when let's say you know what the problem is i know this isn't so much about the song but i just had to get it off my chest it's the economics in this bullshitting your drug product right like if you are supplying a high quality product to a middle class clientele the amount of money in that shit is ridiculous like you are going to keep going but it's like some motherfuckers try to cheat some shit or, or whatever reasons they do and they fuck it up for like literally everybody and i mean i'm not a drug dealer i don't know a lot about dealing pills or the complications that go into it but i can assure you one thing if people didn't fuck shit up that led to death and whatnot just for the sake of increasing the quality of a product a little, little bit like i don't know man 
Like, I, I don't know enough about being in that moment, but it's kind of like reaction videos. I mean, they're a little cancerous to understanding and appreciating the quality of music when the person commentating just bops their head and fucking goes, mm-hmm, yo, that shit's dope. I mean, if that's all you're going to say, it doesn't explain anything. And then you could, I don't know, it just becomes pandering, right? Whereas doing what I'm doing is totally antithetical to like fucking success because it's not pandering to any algorithm. But at the very least, we can have some real conversations and discuss what the fuck is good or not. And that's the goal that I'm trying to go for here. But in the same way, I see these reaction videos fucking up the, the platform in a sense because it doesn't really encourage anyone to go deep. It encourages everyone to listen to shit like one time, which i don't know how i ended up going in that tangent like i hope that like was cohesive I, d I don't know back to the song um so yeah that whole first part really just kind of shows the torturous impact of drugs and if you consider that black dot comes from the late 80s and has watched the crack epidemic take over and all that shit it's like he's seen firsthand so drugs fuck up some people's lives and, and ruin a lot of people and whatnot so i kind of like that it still brings him heaven and hell you know like because you get high but the entire environment that you're in is hell compared to the heaven of the euphoria and that the truth stings it's a hard thing to deal with trying tying his arm off with violent strings like the sob stories and shit but simultaneously if you're a fucking junkie and you would wrap your arm up to get the fucking needle vein to pop out oh it's very good rhyming black dot is quite talented and i really enjoy listening to him and he gets you thinking and I suppose that's my favorite part is sometimes it's not even if like what he's saying per se is like the focal. Sometimes he just says some shit and it triggers some shit in you and you just start like being pensive. And I love the fact that his stream of consciousness on his passionate things is getting me to feel a certain way. Like, I don't know. I see the ads from Canada now playing on YouTube. Like the shit's pretty bad in certain parts of Canada and like some of the smaller towns in Ontario and shit where motherfuckers is dying at rates that are pretty scary considering global population density. It's like, I don't know. So when he goes, uh, we in the middle, uh, another destroyed life was meant to be more righteous in the face of this full on opioid crisis while the wolves pull on wool and prey on vices that the dogs with the hood on is way more frightening for death. You're not ready. Trust me, I'm deadly as fentanyl that killed Prince and Tom Petty. And that's crazy talk. Um, I mean, like, it just feels like the entire drug industry is this dark fucking thing. But simultaneously, he kind of flips it and points out that his truth and his rhyming, what he's got to say is so powerful that it's as powerful as the fentanyl, the source of this opioid crisis that literally killed legends like Prince and Tom Petty. And that's like taking two opposite ends of a spectrum, right? Like these are icons on two sides of the fence of, of like different cultures in America. And both of them got killed by these prescription painkillers. Like, what the fuck is a fentanyl out there for? Like, the one I think about it, if it's that potent, if it can kill motherfuckers that easy, like, why does it even exist, you know? I don't know. He flows on with the rest of the verse and kind of, I feel like he just really emphasizes the point of what drugs do to you. It's like, you would have forsaken everybody, even your friends, and see where it ends. The visuals, the reason, the cringe. You watching this, he took a shot in the esophagus. You know, that type of shit. It's broken promises, broken draws, and dope whores. They separate the fact from the folklore. And it's just like, he hits this blunt reality that like it's not so much that drugs aren't cool it's that drugs specifically the type of shit like fentanyl ruin motherfucking lives and 
I don't know like again painkillers weren't cool when I was young so it's hard for me to empathize with it and like everyone just smoked pot that's what we used to do not like me because I wasn't a cool kid but that's what people did they drank and smoked a bunch of pot and I have to say the amount of deaths off of that shit are just not the same and maybe I can't connect but I, I, I just can't but I think one of the more baffling things to me is like as much as you want to criticize it how the fuck did futures mask off ever really like chart and shit like i remember the songs i listened to when i was a kid and i remember eminem's the way i am is essentially kind of got me googling shit related to weed like i sit back with the pack of zigzags and a bag of the sweet like, wait what the fuck's that what's Em doing over there like eminem taught me a lot about drugs i'm not saying Em ever convinced me to go ahead and do it because Em never made it like fun sounding he kind of made it like a crazy trip like don't be like me almost but like you listen to future and it's like percocet molly percocet yeah ho, or whatever he says big bands or free bands or whatever it's just basically his yahoo and then you know rap to set whatever and it's just like this flowy shit but it was uncensored on the radios and i'm like damn eh they really there really might be something to this like top level conspiracy of like the government and media people wanting a bunch of kids to be on pills at the age of kids so that they could drug and stupidify an entire generation's population so like for that whole line of thinking man you you look at what's going on and you're like hmm, man like if i was a kid today i'd have been diagnosed with adhd and you know making crazy tracks like joiner and shit playing up to some bullshit where like nah i'm glad i dodged those labels and just let myself be a proper weirdo still i don't want to pull shots sorry to the joiner fans out there i think um he he annoys me personally no he's nothing like a black thought who's fucking dope and really dense and really cool with his lyrics Either way, Fentanyl is a great fucking song. I give it a 4.5 on 5, which was like my main mark on the last album. And spoiler alert, a lot of this project is just as consistent as this song. I could not recommend enough you check in and out. So why don't we move on to Soundtrack to Confusion. Again, this little bit is not related to this review but most of y'all are american so this is game two of the nba finals when this comes out and hashtag we the north let's i don't watch basketball shit but i want nothing more than for the uh, toronto raptors to win this fucking series because the drake that we're getting right now is so good that like the, i've never been more interested in watching news about basketball i, I didn't get enough to want to watch the game but i look forward to reading about it tomorrow or whatever so yeah soundtrack to confusion um i don't know if i'm crazy but there's something about the vibe of this song that made me want to listen to ball of confusion by i think it's the the temptations don't kill me if i'm wrong um and i don't know if i if, if the baseline is similar or not i i feel like they're not after going back and forth for a while but there's still something about it or maybe it's just the title and the word confusion so if y'all know what the fuck is being sampled here and y'all are good like that because i'm really bad with the beats um it would be so cool for somebody to like reveal that secret so i could go listen to that like bass track because or like cause it's really i don't know i would just like to um 
this song is a little bit different in terms of tone like it's uh more like all i feel like it's a little more granular like i'm seated at the helm the black soundtrack to confusion is the film i'm channeling uncertainty and using it to tell the story of winning in life then losing it as well the triumph was machiavelli uh inspired awakening a sleeping giant commander Tariq ibn ziad which i believe is his actual uh government name and so it's almost like like this battle cry of how he came to be as a person in the confusing realms of trying to identify what it means to be a black man in a, in an era where i mean I, I understand now why there is such a thing as black history because it's such a complicated thing to find your identity when a bunch of honkies is out there fucking rewriting shit to make everybody look bad i mean i've watched this revisionist history take place in quebec over the last couple of years and it's fucking weird so if that shit's happening in 2019 and where i live i can only imagine what it's like down in america you know what i mean Anyway, fresh in the fire and into formal attire. That's from a foreign designer. I called a plug supplier, but a high we got. Try me not. That's the caveat. And it's just like fresh, right? Like, it's almost like I went from this place to like shit's kind of dope now. And I got shit set up, but like, don't fuck with me. That's the point. I'm a boss now. I got some stuff going for me. But it's coming from a place of such confidence, but being delivered with such excellent lyricism, you know? I'm colder than Paul Robeson leading Othello. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds dope. I'm older than the barcode. It ain't easy to tell, though. I just love the idea. Like, he comes before almost, like, technologies coming in and, and like, taking over and shit. Ah, I actually have no idea when the barcode got invented. So now that's something I'm going to have to check out. Something that he does a lot is makes you want to Google stuff. Like, who is Paul Robeson? And, and I guess Othello's a play or a movie he saw or something to the effect. The rap John Henry, they send me deep in the railroad. I'm heavy metal, the rock roller, the rebel without a pause. And that's cool. That part I got, like, he's heavy metal, follows it up with rock and roller, like this energy, this spirit of coming in, almost like this rebel but instead of without a cause, which is the aimlessness of maybe something else, he has a cause. So he's a rebel who's committed to consistent grinding. He's a rebel without a pause. I fucking dug it. I'm like, the energy is fucking dope. The rhymes is excellent. His delivery over this funky ass beat that, again, I really didn't like it the first time I heard it. But I found the more I listened to it, the more I got myself bopping like this and it was fucking dope i don't know it's fun a reoccurring dream then then turned it into cash the reoccurring theme is the hurt lives in the past but undeniable lessons i learned living the stash on uh, the breadwinner the dead center the head spinner i heard life is a bitch and i went to bed with her it's just like he builds up like listen life is this challenging obstacle but i stuck to what i had to do and i took it on i came i saw i conquered motherfucker i carpe diem like a mouse i don't know man it got me real excited to listen to this shit i felt like this one was i feel like this album is taking a little more of like a, a digestible approach it's a little less dense it's a little more fun and it's a little cool to listen to so this one's another 4.5 really enjoying it so far and why don't we move on to the next song get outlines so just something interesting uh the last project volume one is 17 minutes or so and it's five tracks this one goes all the way to nine uh minute songs but only adds five additional minutes so it's worth noting that these tracks are shorter and that more time is given to show off the instrumental than in the last project so the outro as an example on this track is just like the beat playing out for like a, a, a good minute 
minute or so and it's just so good like by this point maybe i gotten used to the production style but i did not feel the same way as the last couple where it took me a minute to like get into the song i feel and it's just a phenomenon i've noticed actually i feel like i'll i'll hear the first two or three songs of an album and then it takes me like that long to like acclimate to it so that by the time i'm like on song five or six let's say i'm honestly just loving shit the way that maybe was more of an effort at the beginning and i feel like since music is so bound on repetition like what you enjoy i mean is so based on repetition as in there's like science that proves that the more you listen to something in particular the more you're going to enjoy it because of the familiarity of it and so it makes sense that the more you listen to a project and get into the vibe of it that you would enjoy it more which is always why i recommend sleeping on some shit and coming back to it um so this one is a little bit different it's a little more harsh sounding and kind of like painting this picture like he starts off listing places la shy town philadelphia you know these aren't what you would picture in terms of safe happy places in the hip-hop side of life listen pick any city the south side the outside it isn't pretty the tots crying and shots fire protection there be lopsided the cop kind you see the you see the kind of a crime like every stops you see the scene of a crime like every stop sign i'm like oh we were I was, it was just, it's hard hitting it's like wherever you are there's this gun violence and bullshit cop situations and i think his goal with this song is to point out that this is something that everybody is dealing with right you know they walk around with guns out as well how the youngsters dumb proud following the crowd how leading the blind with their minds up in soundcloud so it's almost like these I don't want to say lamer rappers, but these rappers who might be a little more ignorant to the impact of their actions or negligent, not caring about the impact of their actions, who are funneling up music on SoundCloud, promoting this idealism of us gangsta uh, to a lot of kids is, is kind of almost pushing people to be like up on Instagram with guns out and acting wild and shit just for the sake of it, because we've kind of hit that point. I mean, I, I don't know, like... Uh, it, it was never really cool in my opinion to to do something like be a soundcloud person back in the day because it meant that like because like anybody could just do it right anybody could just upload their song to soundcloud there's no clout in that i mean i got shit on soundcloud but that same shit's on spotify and itunes and shit that isn't as easy to get on because you need to own the music whereas on soundcloud it just can be a lot of anything and i'm not trying to dismiss it like soundcloud's pretty fucking cool for a lot of things but when you consider that a lot of kids might be on soundcloud because they don't want to pay for spotify's and shit maybe there's something to the idea that the the lack of quality standard to be there is diluting a lot of people's perception of reality if all the music is fronting and not painting shit in the grim reality of what it is like ain't a lot of sunshine when you want a front line listening to that ghetto drum line ducking one time thinking how the devil doesn't tire even sometimes wondering how the fuck one's rhyme could be this unkind and it's like you you, you get the sense that he's confused over how the situation shifted or maybe how bad certain songs are but also simultaneously like how the devil 
can be so such a, a tricky thing. And the devil here is probably some kind of a little double entendre to the five percenter view of like the white people coming in and polluting the industry and promoting some of these toxic sounds, which are really kind of bad. I thought that was simple. And he, he's like, you can get him as he's kind of like pensing on it. He's like, cause holding tight got my hands fully white knuckled. And I just pictured him just gritting his hands, fucking stressed over the whole situation. And he follows that up and there's almost like a little beat swap and he goes uh and his flow changes and he's like and to be honest tomorrow is not promised whether you on the streets of chicago or botswana you gotta be rock solid not be outsmarted the rest and the rock bottom to one of the top scholars i never asked what's the secret of success and you get the sense that he's independent but on top of that the idea of like taking life for granted and living risky and being so careless is just stupid and is not something that we as people or you should be indulging in instead um you know you got to be aware and careful you know this is not a test settle for the best nothing less dig it it's like you just got to be wise with how you live your life because if you act foolish and let's say you die or anything like that in an era where people are pulling out guns and shit i don't know it just seems silly to be so careless with it and that applies to everything right because like i'm a middle class american now sure but i come from a poorer part of life and um i have a lot of behavioral issues compared to what the normal standard is i'm a little too rebellious we'll say and i've learned that you know being kind of trigger trigger happy with your wordplay is just as stupid and you can get fucked over real bad and you never really know who's watching and shit so being smart is just applicable and i like the fact that the way he presents the situation can be taken and the wisdom he puts forth can be applied to like any circumstance because it's just universal wisdom put together in this format that he's chosen um i don't know man the second verse is pretty good too i find it flows improper it keeps it it just keeps it running like everything is blurred to me lessons deferred from me fam said it's been a long term since they heard from me my little homie never made her to surgery sometimes i feel like south philly trying to murder me and i guess maybe there's this idea that like i don't know maybe where he comes from is a very dangerous situation and he doesn't i don't know if he, he lives there i don't actually really didn't look much into where he's at now so you do get the sense that he's kind of pensive about it and maybe it is a dangerous area and yeah i don't have a lot more to comment on it i just really enjoy the blunt reality of his perceptions of his thoughts of his feelings on it um i like the uh, the little outro which I didn't fully understand. And I was hoping somebody could tell me if it's a sample of something. I Googled it and I didn't find anything. But first, everyone's upset because you died. They're like, wait a minute, man. I I ain't the ones who's dead. He's the one with the brown bread. Ha. So in comes the second lie, you dig? And I guess that's just kind of commenting on how everyone's kind of upset at first about you. Or they care about you at first until they realize that they're they're the ones that still have a chance and people are a little bit more self-serving and shit and you're just kind of whatever who fucking cares as time goes on i don't know if that's true or not either way if y'all want to translate that it would be super helpful because i got a little confused there then the beat plays out and it's fucking gorgeous um overall i enjoyed this one i thought it was pretty dope i thought it was as consistently good as the other ones on this project again it made me think again he's rapping really well and i noticed he's a little more focused on this project like each of these songs feels more like self-encompassing and less all over the place 
either way the next one is called oh and if you consider like the the name of the song get outlined outlines it's kind of like getting outlined in chalk but getting like an outline of like the way of life or something so it, it's a cool little pun to to get you picturing like dead bodies and shit at the beginning anyway the next song is called history unfolds this song is a lot shorter it's a minute and 22 seconds it's a banging fucking beat that really makes you get the head boppiness going on and you just want to feel to it every line is kind of like a one-liner toting how dope he is using some kind of like historical puns as an example i've been pinning the iliad and the odyssey as in what he's creating in his works here his poetry is so profound it is basically the equivalent of his iliad and odyssey which are homer's uh great works a premonition i really had it was prophecy back in the kitchen uh, where we had its monopoly the mathematician that entered the system properly all right he's fucking dope he visualized the future he's coming and he's taking it i don't know the way he just kind of rolls it it's fucking proper uh my track record is what i ain't got a blemish on unless i remember wrong well either way i'm about to finish strong redemption songs of a genghis khan revenge is sworn later on though gang is called and i like that little part there because he's looking at his life like yo i've done it all proper i'm like i i've been almost like a i don't want to say a righteous rapper but somebody that isn't fake like you can't come at me with the normal shit you can come at people for um maybe i remember it wrong maybe actually i was some kind of a shit either way at this point in my life i'm doing things right and that's an important thing that this society that we live in needs is the idea of just redemption songs of a genghis khan so if you look at that line it's like he was a reckless warlord type person genghis khan causing all sorts of maybe havoc per se but then at the same time your redemption of that point where you move past it and you start to embrace good things and you want to become a better person it's almost like if people can't evolve and become a better person then everyone's just fucking guilty then in a sense why bother trying you're just done so i like the idea that he's pushing here where it's like yo listen where i'm at now and who i am now is far more important than maybe the journey that went uh that got me here although that's important but it's like i'm gonna end on the high note of integrity and shit it's really cool to me um i like when he does this line they far from rock solid they soldiers is terracotta of my philosophy i'm the father like aristotle i will put you into your whole saga you harry potter's is soft your rhymes emo mines is not gmo this is some of my favorite lines on the entire album so the terracotta army is this hollow clay army soldier in front of like this uh dead chinese emperor guy thing and uh so that's dope because their hollow rock type structure is made of clay and whatnot so they're not like rock solid which is just fucking cool that he's using history like that so then his philosophy is dope like aristotle the father of modern philosophy so to compare himself to such a figure hella dope he's gonna end your whole saga because you're like soft like harry potter which is some weak ass shit as far as fantasy sagas go dope rhymes you're an emo like uh you know the emo rappering types and his is organic authentic like food that is non-gmo oh and i love the fact that he's like i'm coming for the riches you stole like king leopold because king leopold is not mentioned enough he's the motherfucker from i think it's the netherlands who basically bought the congo and killed like 12 million motherfuckers because he's just an asshole like that hit it cobalt conspiracy type shit it's disgusting so i love the fact that he brings that up and we should all learn our history soon and we know what's up 
uh either way it's a brilliant fucking song i don't know like this one didn't need to be longer like it felt like it was long it felt like the song's three minutes for how dense it hits you uh but i gave it a 4.75 this is like it really stood out it was really cool to me anyway the next song on the album is called how to hold a choppa i love the sound of this this of like everything we've listened to on the project is one of like two songs i think that are just super distinct and i mean of both the projects like it has this more mysterious almost oriental feel to the beat where you'd picture smoky environments and shit also he has this little intro that says shit crazy which is attached to the first song so the outro bit where he starts off saying that whatever this shit's crazy and so there's a little bit of uh attaching the songs together like that which i thought was pretty cool but the way he raps this has a different flow a whole different fresh feel to it like it's almost heavier it's almost darker and he starts off saying dark room with the cloak uh draped over the mic Collo- colloquium light the smoke from the opium pipe silk road is a code so uh, uh, the only advice to bring the truth to light play this only at night and it's just cool in terms of how it sounds like this like i don't know like uh, well the opium pipe definitely connects the silk road and the driving uh, and the rhyming and shit but you just kind of picture maybe like this is some pensive shit like the opium dams where people would get like ripped and whatnot and get real pensive and you're supposed to have this maybe in a darker thing where you're supposed to go away and just kind of be pensive because i feel like he's being pensive like it's over your life it's not only a fight my homie called it a plight and my homie was right how to speak truth to power is refuse to co- cower and teach you the hour of reckonings upon us there's enemies among us and then it's almost looking like yo today's a bit of a, a social war going on and i find myself starting to understand this more like when we talk about like let's take a vapid subject like good music this conversation comes up a lot and i, I starting to come off more like an elitist old head sometimes if you listen to me at like a top level kind of way because i think there is such a thing as good and there is such a thing as bad and if you jack in styles and making a well-produced song i mean it's good but it's also really bad in the way where if you're super distinct and maybe the quality isn't all there because of lack of resources it's good but it's it's also kind of bad in different ways so it's all like but you start seeing that like life is a little more democratic in terms of like this twitter era social media it's like so what is universally accepted as good and bad is what we agree upon so we're in the middle of this social war of sorts where all of our ideas out there are being combated against each other and if you really aren't cautious you'll just say the wrong things and realize that like there are people out there who don't have your best interest at heart or like on certain issues are diametrically your enemy and i can imagine with like you know a guy like tom mcdonald making that single white male song in like 2019 and while maybe he has points it just shows a total disregard of some of the other issues it really is to galvanize people around him which probably are going to then fight against things like maybe equal rights and you know not it just it it takes the conversation away from maybe other things like police shootings and whatnot and it just gets complicated like and then if you think about the history of racism in america and then you like add in this hour reckoning upon us as enemies upon us essentially in more than recent memory they hung us public assembly to watch death become us better believe it 
but not if checked the numbers. Gramps told my father they sold his papa for gold and copper, even though he was the strongest cop cropper. Now, am I wrong if I teach my son how to properly hold a chopper and how to bring down a helicopter? What's the concept the industrial prison complex for in the projects with eyes shut? And if you look at the history, oh man, there's some fucked up shit when you look into it. Like, I didn't realize that they were legally allowed to write shit like no black people can ever own this house or move into this neighborhood. Or, like, there's so much garbage on top of, like, just slavery and the nonsense that went on with that. And I know nonsense is a silly word to describe something as fucking despicable as that, but all things considered he's like yo when my grandfather's teaching my my son my my dad about how like the slave trade worked and how fucked up that whole situation was now looking at these people in charge with a little certain degree of skepticism should i not be teaching my son how to be self-sufficient considering shit like the industrial prison complex which is privatized slave labor I mean, if you really look into the Constitution, there's an amendment in America where you're allowed to force prisoners to work for free as slaves with their rights taken away and all sorts of shit. And then we know that there's disproportionate throwing fucking people into jail. If you're a black dude, you're a lot more likely to go to jail than I am. So that's almost like saying that in the current world, people who aren't paying attention and are misled are honestly being misled to life of slavery. And then you go to the jail and you go through that whole situation and you end up uh, kind of like going, you're scarred for life. You can't vote in a lot of cases after you get out and your job situation's all fucked up and whatnot. I digress. All I'm trying to say is this song is really heavy, really dope, really great to listen to. I super enjoyed it. I gave it a five on five. I was like, damn, man, these short ones are fucking great. Anyway, the next one that we're going to talk about on this album is called The New Grit. This is a cool beat. It's definitely like a little standout, but kind of feels more like the first couple, I feel like, in terms of feel like the the, the history unfolds is a really distinct beat. Um anyway it starts off with like uh yeah 215 i like the fact that he keeps shutting out the area code i think for the rest of my life i'm going to remember philadelphia's area code which is pretty cool um and then yeah this one flows in i get on my john when i perform i grab the bull by the horns you should probably try to do it i body you mighty cons my dynasty alliance full of firearms carriers kings who pull strings like a stradivarius and those are instruments from back in the day that had strings Anyway, it kind of comes in like he's going to fuck shit up. He's really strong. He's got like a dynasty in place. He's got things connected. He is OG. And I don't mean that in like a silly way. I mean like this is a guy with a long tenured career who knows what the fuck is going on. So when he says his imperial highness is smart as smart appliances, sharper than the Academy of Arts and Sciences. That's like he's like, yo, I got all of this information at my disposal, plus the experience and success and shit. I'm better than the institution. At least that's what I took from that. Thoughts of scientists, plus what tragedy the triumph is. So he's a scientist in the way he can, it like puts it together and approaches it all. Man, he's just fucking. It's it's just fucking dope. And then I like when he kind of flows on a little bit later. Uh, when 
go up against the choir the sire wins it ain't no way to try and cleanse true leviathans i'm hardwired but it's barbed wire i took the vanity threw it in the bonfire some iffy shit transpired them guns going fire i never see my reflection i'm like a vampire and he realized that this is just like an og legend ripping some flossy stuff but with the confidence and the wordplay skills to really pull it off like it doesn't sound like anybody else it sounds like a guy who has a great grasp of writing using excellent wordplay ending it off with i'm the best you just tired the fuck is you stupid this is true grit i'm gonna call it the new shit and i remember reading recently that the number one key to success in this modern era is actually grit it's like the best attribute to have the ability to withstand hits to keep getting back up to kind of flow through it and to like you know grow and and to get better almost so it's like he has all of these accolades and shit and he is this long time institution because he is the essence of grit and perseverance i mean he has to put up with jilly jimmy fallon all the fucking time and shit that's great that's amazing this song is really dope it's fun to listen to it's like the last of the short raps i think on this one so there are two more songs after it and he does do like an again a little one verser here and i like it they're each little vignettes of like different thoughts all flow to it all kind of specific instead of maybe being all over the place and uh i get this a 4.5 the outro is long it's nice it's just like i don't know man the production on this album is something you really can just listen to and resonate it's not like some of those lame ass long dr dre outros where it's the same shit for like a minute and a half and you're like okay can we just end this song why are you elongating the length here anyway that's totally fine um i really dug it uh, i don't have a lot more to say on this one why don't we move on to the next track which is called long live it so this one i feel like it's a little bit about the little og the little rappers and the newer people out there who kind of don't have respect for the ogs so in the new grit it's like he establishes why he's the legendary og and history unfolds he's establishing his super level of significance and shit and now he's letting you know that you need to offer that respect and pay some attention to it and it's got like a banging kind of slower head boppy feel to it um greetings and salutations i'm running out of patience so everything in moderation check every single allegation for recalibration caught out the big paid uh, back is debt consolidation the credit fall what the hell too much bechamel but fml they desecrated the decibel and i like that so it's kind of like he's 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 losing patience with the current situation and he's watching the maybe the hip-hop scene change in a certain way and it's like you know what this is me coming in this is the debt consolidation this is the big payback the credit fell what the hell i like how he just flows that in it's almost like he's using the credit score of hip-hop to represent its quality then to really emphasize it he goes well fml just to show that the youth language and whatnot is kind of a part of uh what he's doing with it they desecrated the decibel like they they ruined it these these kids with their simplistic language are hurting it with these silly song titles and shit maybe you know that's what i'm interpreting when i hear that go check the mail then let them know as heads or tails my ear burn like desert trails and jezebels uh somebody must be talking about me for carrying a big stick and walking loudly articles in the times and in new york about me and then it's just like they kind of like 
almost like seem to forget his level of accolades like he he's out there and he's maybe hearing people talking shit or whatever and then he's coming in like all right i will come dominate and knock you the fuck out like listen i'm super famous i got all the legendary shit he's a pulitzer prize fighter how he vaporizes writers like he's elite enough to use literary awards to destroy you in a sense he's that good he deserves that shit make the audience forget you call it alzheimer's shut him down at one time synchronize silence these are great ways of saying that his skill is gonna fucking knock you out with everything whether your fan base is little mamas or obamas how you claim to have something in check with no commas you and mary got the same request it's no drama on the pinnacle of language yes the dalai lama i hear it's like you know like how are you claiming to be the best if you ain't really put in that work and it whatnot like you will not hear me say i'm the best at fucking anything because it's a lie i'm not i'm a dude who has a lot of grit and a lot of perseverance for sure but i think that when people start calling themselves the best and they can't prove it when dudes like black thought still exist dudes like joey badass are not the best you know like logic is not the best hell like like pick your favorite rapper in the pop sphere it's hard to call them the best when they don't have the accolades or the 30-year careers it's like yo if you've only been at it for like even a kendrick he just hasn't been in the game long enough yet to compete with people who have been in the game that long and who have done that much more i'm just talking about how we can consider shit like if you think about greatest of all time that of all time part really is forever that means we got to see what people do over time before we can be really pulling them into a conversation i mean like decades as in 30 years type shit i don't know that's just my thoughts on it i really like this one um there's a whole second verse where he furthers to like validate himself in a, in a good way since the second grade i've been gamefully employed hustling for change every day from three to four when other kids was into playing games and being bored going against the grains what i painfully enjoyed so just establishing like yo i'm not like everybody else i was hustling i was grinding i was putting in that work from a little wee lad in order to ensure that i could get to the next level i was listening to the shit that motivated me to hustle people were like yo bro i love this line people used to tell me boy your brain going to be destroyed like yo don't do what you're doing it's not the right thing but he goes left hand to the law right hand to a law hey, it rhymes real good but as we saw on the beast coast album you know you never give love with your left hand because it's a disrespectful thing to do so giving his left hand to the law is like saying fuck the cops and fuck the law and shit but giving his right hand to allah or god which is amazing it's actually one of my favorite lines and shit anyway he just kind of points out how there's some dark shit out there and whatnot how he's fucking proper and he lives the way he's supposed to um i don't know a more visceral individual best wishes just on principle i've been answering death wishes what the lord giveth is a king long liveth i don't know man you just get the sense of his pride and his strength and his everything in this song and i don't know like if you're gonna have a song based on like being the shit like you gotta come in with the kind of confidence where like other people who floss sound weak next to you and that is what this man has accomplished here i loved this song and i gave long liveth a five on five anyway two more on the project why don't we talk about streets so this one actually has like a whole chorus and everything which is like whoa can't even believe it features tish hyman she sings is very nice and whatnot uh the shit is hard is how block thought starts us off and this beat is pretty fucking banging 
this beat is in fact pretty hard and he starts off and he goes a semicranium is vibranium now that is if i'm not mistaken the shit that makes black panther a superhero i don't really i didn't watch black panther and I'm, if i'm not mistaken he has access to vibranium which is like ridiculously super powered it's almost like an op move into in the marvel world uh my brain is uranium and titanium which is just fucking powerful so it's like his brain is all these super strong elements you know 45s who's aiming them organize the stadium tell him take cover i warned you not to play with him then borderline war crimes you got away with him he came to save the day and brought the k with him ah it's just like again like this top level like tense environments but like he's super strong don't fuck with him the situation is aggressive i guess you know war crimes and whatnot but it's almost like you can see him as a deep philosopher analyzing the situation Tariq's the people's champ from the equal team trying to keep it clean long as my people's solid dean i've been in the music scene long as alan leads making the salaries still accumulating calories so it's like as my, as he's got this like landscape look at what's going on he also recognizes who he is, his role in it, how long he's been in it, how he keeps it on the proper because this is like what he has to do, you know? I like when he's like, I will hurt Mer Hercules, I will murk most MCs. Again, his rhyming is like spectacular. I don't know if I've emphasized it enough how he just can rhyme anything and just make it work. He's the last one to show up to a thing, but the first one to lead the crime scene. He's like a fucking ninja. I don't know. I really enjoy listening to this one. I think it's just another great example of Black Thought's ability to kill it. I love the way he starts the second verse with, yo, Omerta code, which is like the mafia code from the Godfather and shit, meets the Hippocratic Oath, which is the doctor code of like saving lives and issuing no harm. So on the one hand, it's deep code of ethics on how to live with discipline mixed with a desire to help and uplift, creating the essence of black thought, gangsters fuck, but really about the good shit. Observing this whole circus from a diplomatic post, my word and this whole purpose is cinematic scope, the earth and its whole surface, I consider that as toast. And then he lists a bunch of people, and he's almost comparing himself to like these better figures. And I just love the fact that like he aspires to be great, like to be one of these positive role models in the world while delivering this hard style that is intellectually like doctoring my brain into something stronger and more wise than before I entered this project. Um, I like when he goes crash and burn and learn through osmosis, which is cool because osmosis is the process of absorbing shit like chemically. I believe it says one thing passes through a membrane to another thing. So as if you're in a bad situation in your life and you're feeling the impact of it and you allow the wisdom of how to be better flow through, that would be like osmosis emotionally. And watch the word spread like tuberculosis. And then that's like saying his shit's so fire and it's going to ripple throughout the world with the speed of a disease like tuberculosis. It's just fucking good, man. I fucking really enjoyed this one. I gave it a 4.75. It's one of the best ones on this project. And it's cool because it's like a full-length song, 3 minutes, 15 seconds, hooking everything. It's very enjoyable. Then we get the last one, which features his very own alter ego, Reek Ruffin. Let's talk about Conception. I haven't really listened to The Roots ever, but if I had to guess what they sounded like, it would have been this, like jazz bandy kind of feel flowing through. Uh, Reek Ruffin is his like singing alter ego, and you see him in the video kind of singing, and it's really cool. And 
I really wish my beard could compete with his. He is a man with a very lovely beard. And one day I hope to have that kind of stature with my beard. Um, but I like it. You know, where I go, where I go from here. Oh, I know I could be nowhere. And trust all that money's good for nothing if you're scared singing. Yeah. And it's like maybe he's at a point in his life or has been at a point in his life where you have to start asking yourself hard questions like what are you going to do with this situation and if you are afraid and you aren't willing to do the hard things let's say who cares if you have money because you're not gonna take advantage of the opportunities that come with that or the responsibility and then i don't know i really like how it just flows it sounds so different it sounds so distinct on this project again like the other one i said this is the other song that just stands out because he's rapping in this almost calmer smoother tone to it um it's got this really interesting vibe he's not a fashion model but he got fresh for photographers the camel coat had to collar up because my emotions was bottled up and though the ocean did not erupt it turned up till it's loud enough just to make something out of us past the shadow of a doubt in us and so it's almost like he's not really a model of some sort but when the people come around he's got to like fake it and be a certain way because that's what's important when you're in that image side and even though maybe it never came out or whatever there's just some rage or passion inside that kind of morphs you into something I, that's what i took from it you know godly geometry and calculus that i can move any mountain with uh gotta be an alchemist try to create another avenue of revenue or several because i'm in love uh with having you so it's like as a person in this shit you've got to be inventive you've got to be creative you've got to almost do the impossible or it's not even you're not able to compete if you're unable to really figure out the base essence of the like the core of it all even with music right math is such an important part of it like you just be able to make the kind of calculations you need to plan out your whole career and whatnot is super important and when he's like i wish the man in the moon had a manual and gratitude for the wishes i granted you a lifetime finally i'm understanding you the lifelines and the lines in a hand or two and how it's difficult to undo the damage you've done once the codes run under a scan or two so if you capture the flame and it's painful you could just charge to that game because it's shameful to just fall back and complain um and it's just like you kind of look at like how maybe you react to the more adverse or negative situations in your life and how almost like the mark of a man is to like overcome and become smart with it and become wiser because of it to embrace certain shit and to understand deeper versus complaining and being negligent with your growth you know and understanding your part in the problems that created it or you know that you fractured the laws of attraction again focus on the more passionate plane no conceptions immaculate man and i love that the no conceptions immaculate like literally nothing that people do is that substantial in and of itself to become something so great with it requires a certain way of living a certain level of growth and effort it's not just out of nowhere you know it's not just it appears things are built over time and then in the second verse it's like once again to the well i went while the soul man screamed bloody hell out there i'm trying to decode the meaning of the spell i'm in and i don't even know a fucking hotel i'm in i checked in as the monarch of melanin the elephant my body is the shell i'm in and it's like you get the sense that he's trying to just kind of understand who he is and it's almost like his the presence of his person is just more than the person that he like his body and whatnot like I like that he's kind of like lost in this deep journey to a point where like he might be in a hotel on a tour or whatever, but he's just so, he's not really here in his body. His spirit has like long gone into this bigger, more ethereal plane. I don't know. It's just such a cool thing. Like, and then like later on in the verse, um, 
you you get like a sense of the more seriousness of things like uh the message had hung on the door was unrowdy no diary the price of it all was a cowrie now we the last flop post on the bowery human trafficking moving africans still wrapping with fantasies to the bracket and if you capture the flame and it's painful yeah then it goes into that whole like you know focus on being work and whatnot and i think what it's really trying to point out is we've come a whole long way and the situation's maybe not like the easiest along the way but if you keep focusing on your craft keep not being scared per se keep pursuing shit the way that you're supposed to you'll be able to leave the point where it's like fantasy life and get into actually creating that kind of a legacy like mr black dot has carved for himself because the truth of the matter is like he's been at it a very 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 long time meaning this did not just come out of nowhere either way i really enjoyed this song and i thought it was a really cool way to end the album with a just a different vibe than what we've been getting so i gave the song 4.5 and i apologize if whatever i messed up a little bit in the breakdown of any of these tracks on this project um but i do really like the entire album the streams of thoughts volume 2 by black dot it's a great project i give it a 4.667 like when i heard the first one I didn't think it would get better, but yo, I think I like volume two a little bit more. I like the the more versatile, like almost each song kind of focusing a little bit more. Those little short one verse guys were just super delightful to listen to. Like there's almost a passion and a, a purpose to his thoughts and what he's trying to do with the album. All I can say is that if you're into great lyrics, kind of more of an old school flowy beat sound, this is the guy for you. And the fact that again, this came out in 2018 is, is spectacular. It came out in the summer of 2018 and people act like great music isn't coming out all the time anyway i recommend this project too it's fucking cool on that note that's the end of the review thank you all for watching i totally appreciate you being here with me i look forward to seeing what you have to say in the comments i know maybe i got a couple things wrong so feel free to correct me or to add some insight or add to it or let me know what you thought of when you listened to this project um yeah on that note if you like the reviews you can feel free to subscribe to the channel to get more of them and hit that like button if you do make that effort to comment i'll make that effort to answer you special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane and lindell williams to support what we do help us get a new camera they get to tell us what albums they want to see us review and we we you know do those reviews pretty regularly um they also get access to content early like this video they should get long before the other people well, i say long it's like a day but either way if you want to get in on that action you're totally welcome to i also make music and you can check that shit out on the channel links in the description and whatnot let me know what you think think about anything and i look forward to catching y'all on the next review